found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to a Friday on the Ken Miller Show at 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon is with me as he always is, and we'll be here for the next couple of hours talking sports with you. We are 55 hours away from Sunday Night Baseball, Red Sox, Yankees, as we count down (laughs) to Sunday Night Baseball in that uh, matchup that seemingly comes our way every other week. But uh, you know what? We'll we'll look ahead, Trent, later on in the program, as we normally do going into the weekend. Not the best weekend in MLB if you're looking for marquee matchups, and I think ESPN's probably found the right one. So all kidding aside. Um, lots of ground to cover. Uh, Tom Caker's going to join us in about oh, 15 minutes or so from now. We will talk Hawkeyes in Big Ten with Tom Caker. Matt Postens from HeartlandSports.com covers the Big 12. He also uh, moonlights covering the Dallas Cowboys, so we'll double dip him now that the Cowboys mini camps and OTAs are behind us. Perhaps a Joel Lanning update in the oh. offing coming up at about 12.40, and Big 12 conversation. Then at 1 o'clock, one slide, Randy Wayhofer in from the iCubs, the iCubs home this weekend, Carl Edwards, who spent some time here in our fine city in the past. He's back on a rehab assignment. We will sign, uh, find out from Randy uh, the at least the tentative plans for when Carl Edwards will uh, uh, take the hill at Principal Park to uh, begin his rehab assignment. Uh, That's 1 o'clock. Inside the numbers, off we go to Vegas with Jason Simmel. Then we'll wrap up the week talking to our buddy Bama Bob. Got an exercise that uh, gave you and Bama a homework assignment last night. Trent, if if the favorite doesn't win each of the Power 5 conferences, then whom will it be? I have a feeling that certainly when we get to the SEC, we'll all be be on the same page, but... uh, Mm -hmm. We'll, um, we'll we'll save that for later on in the show. So let's start uh, over in Omaha from last night. As we both said, we I certainly um, found time to watch that game last night, and I was I was into it. I really was. I wanted to see if Abel was able to. Um, <laughs> didn't plan that, but it worked it out. Worked, it worked. It worked. Yes, right? yes, yes. Uh, if he was able to to go the distance once he started to. You know, the outs started to, because when was the last hit? The third inning, I think he gave yeah. up something crazy like that. Retired the final 20 batters. But I guess I'm not surprised by this, because what was his pitch count at the end? A buck 20, almost a buck 30? Yeah. There's some people out there, did um, did Oregon State go too far by leaving him in? Did they do the right thing for the player? Was it borderline excessive? I think is on Larry Brown's sports today. Um, I, I mean... Did it cross my mind at the time whether, you know, he's throwing a lot of pitches? I mean, this is a championship game. It is. I think if you ask Kevin Abel if he wanted to come out, what would he would say? I mean, Heimlich's warming up in the bullpen in the eighth inning. I don't know if you saw that or not. He's he's in the bullpen. He's ready to come in. But I wanted to get this. The freshman, <laughs> right, right. Kevin Abel, to be able to complete the job. And like you said, you had it as one of your best bets maybe of the year. You gave Arkansas no chance to come back after what we saw the night before. And uh, just watching the game, I was like, oh, I, you you have thoughts going into games and you think you have the right side. That one, it just it seems so easy. Mm-hmm. Like then, Iowa State beating Drake? Well, yeah, and then you come back to the other side and anybody that's gambled for a while, like yeah. yours truly... You also have those memories, too. It can't be this easy, right. but you just went after it, and, and you saw that, I think, really from the get-go. Mm-hmm. There was a couple of times, you know, Arkansas, college baseball is different. You know, they huddle up after each half inning. 
but you saw in the dugout guys kind of hollering, trying to, you can't, that kind of momentum is so difficult. And especially in a sport like baseball, mm-hmm. collegiate baseball, even to a different level of stopping that momentum that goes the other way. It's, I was into it, Trent. Yeah. I, I was into it. I mean, it wasn't much of a game per it se. It wasn't. You know, I, I I admit I was rooting for Oregon State to pull it off. They got so close last year and wanted to come back and use that as motivation to get back. And as the game went on, the, the Kevin Abel story uh, um, certainly moved my needle. So I, I was there. And, and look, let's be honest, wasn't a lot on last night. No. There no. really wasn't. Uh, Milwaukee and the Reds, That was there was no game that started in MLB after 6-10. How often does not that happen? Not very damn often, right? Yeah. Nothing on the West Coast, nothing in Arizona, nothing in Colorado. Because I went looking for another game afterwards. I don't even remember what I did after that game ended. I'll tell you what I did. What did you do? I uh, found my way over to Fox Sports Midwest, and they were playing the three-on-three basketball league of uh, Ice Cube, and former NBA players were in there, including saw Reggie Evans playing for So was it live? No, they, it was from last weekend, because okay. I thought the same thing. Hit the info button. It was from Sunday. And then I remembered a year ago, yeah, oh, yeah, they do play these games on Sundays. Because I think Reggie Evans was in Iowa City this week. Okay. All right. No, that was the week before. Was it? Yep. Yeah, he was there with his son. It was the the alumni I'm having son. trouble keeping up with his schedule, Trent. <laughs> you and Reggie. Yeah. Used to be tight. No, what? he had a hell of a career. What, what happened? Did you guys have a falling yeah, out? Yeah, I think we probably did. Yeah. You know what happens, right? It does. It does. But um, so You that's, and a young kid from Pensacola, Florida. A lot in common. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about opposite ends of the world. Really, an elderly guy from Canada. And um, but anyways, so I, you know what? What the hell did I watch after the baseball ended? I think a cooking show. A cooking show. I think I did. you like those. No, I had nothing to watch. Cooking show. No barbecue. Okay, and then I watched a movie for the first time, and I don't know how long. Just a movie by myself from start to finish. Until probably about one o'clock. Your wife's out of town. Wife's out of town. Ella's fast asleep at this point. Finally, yeah, mm. a tough night. Yeah, that was okay. She goes down for mom a lot better than she does, does dad. She? Yeah, she needed water and go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and on and on and a lot of excuses last night. Finally got her done. I would say two years. The last time I watched a movie, just a movie I wanted to watch on my own. So was there was it uh, an HBO did you have to live with the commercials? No, it was something I had recorded 3 years prior off of HBO. Uh, 2 years prior, Deadpool, which is it's a superhero it. movie. I'm out. I know that's not your but it's a uh, a funny superhero movie. So I I was entertained last night. Something different and cuz I was the same way I'm like what the hell am I going to watch? I, know, I got the house to weird. myself. Ellis like whatever I want, there's nothing to do. Uh-uh. No. What a night. Yeah, it was. Well, this uh, this weekend promises to be better. Hopefully we've got uh, – look, I'll tell you what I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to watch – and cross my fingers. If you're, if, you're, if you're a football fanatic, like a lot of us in the listening audience, I mean, the CFL's got a doubleheader tonight. I know it's Canadian football, and it's, it's god-awful. It's I'll, weird. It's weird, Trent. I the, don't like it. The differences are huge end zones, right? Huge end zone. Wider. Wider field. Um, three downs. Three downs. Guys can three, three minute warning. That, when the I clock hits zero, that. that doesn't mean you don't have another play. When the clock hits zero, you have the last play. What? It's stupid. When I saw the American <laughs> version of football for the first time, yeah. I don't remember what year. Well, it probably was. Uh, I don't, it was, well, it would have been the Rose Bowl because as a family, for whatever reason, I don't understand why we did this. I'm glad we did, but on New Year's Day. The Rose Bowl parade was big at the Millers. Mm-hmm. I think like it was football. about everybody. 
even even you know even in Winnipeg. Yeah. And then the game later on, we would go to Grandma's every New Year's New Year's, and we'd watch the Rose Bowl. I don't know why we did it. It was I'm tradition. really glad that we did tradition. It became one. So, but when I started to realize the difference in the two games. Like, what is this garbage that you guys are trying to put on my television and make me, you know, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers? Big deal. How about this? <laughs> These guys are way better. Yeah. So I didn't, um, I'm not a big, but I'm going to watch tonight. And I, because Johnny Football, who I love, you know, we talked, when did we talk last week with Bama, last time we had him on, mm-hmm. you know, our favorite college football player. Right. And um, for me, it was, it was a toss up between Johnny Football and Cam Newton. Um, those were my two guys, and I like Tebow, and I forgot about Tebow. No, he would have been in the uh, uh, in the vote as well, um, in my vote. But I want to see Tebow play. Uh, Tebow Manziel play trend. <laughs> he hasn't played a snap, not a snap. Who's their star? I don't know. Mazioli. I, I really don't know. Warren I, Moon? No, he used to be at Edmonton. That, that's as far as I can go. Well, he won a lot of Grey Cups. <laughs> he dominated. Drew now, Tate? your Bears had a former. Uh, they had a former Blue Bomber for a while. No, did he? No, I'm wrong. Your Bears beat a former Winnipeg Blue Bomber. Was he Ralph Brock with the Rams or was he Dieter Brock with the Rams? I don't know what you're talking about. The Rams and the Bears played a game in the fog in the eight. It might have been before you were born. Okay. The fog bowl that I remember is Eagles Bears. Yeah, and it's the divisional too, round. But the Rams and the Bears was a bad one. Anyways, I don't, I don't know how I got off on this. <laughs> but I am hoping that Johnny Football is going to play. That's tonight. where we right. are. So they, they played two games. He hasn't seen the field once. Not once. Not once. I mean, this huh. game is built for him. It's like arena football outdoors. With a bigger field. With a bigger field. Perfect. How many downs? How many downs? You know, this is going to sound really crazy because I just don't know. I've never watched an arena game, I don't think. Is it four downs? I used to call them. On, on, oh, that's right. You yeah. were, you went around the country. I did. I sponsored did. by the good folks at Toyota Des Moines. And thank you. when you're in Cleveland doing that game, they're getting a huge incremental well, bump from that. The national poll for, for those games was, I, mean, I, I don't think he can measure it in dollars and cents. I mean, if you're listening in Detroit, if yes. they happen to find you in Philadelphia, in Albuquerque, and they're in the market for a car, they're going to do their damnedest to get down here to Merle Hay Road and buy from Toyota of Des Moines. So I could see why you were doing those games. That were dollars well spent. It made sense. It, it made just a lot of made sense. sense. Uh, so how many downs is I it? have no idea. I can't remember. Yeah, I it was, remember. I mean, that was six years ago. I don't remember now offhand. I think it's three, though. I oh. believe it's three, okay. but I could be dead wrong. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now you got me thinking. Well, indoor football is different than the old arena, what the Barnstormers are playing now. I'll take your word for it. I can't get into it. I, I'm kind of the same way. I'm, hey, win a championship, that's great, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm struggling to... Fain interest. Yep, I'm the same way. Try to look at it, and I'm biased to begin with because, you know, you see those boards out there? Mm-hmm. You don't play football between those boards. <laughs> play hockey. That's sacrilegious. To, to uh, yeah, I see, I right? see. Yeah. That's a hockey rink. Yes. Uh, anyways, uh, we move on. Tom Caker's coming up. TJ Carton is in uh, Indiana. You said that's a scheduled visit today. Is this something that Hawkeye fans should be worried about he uh about two weeks ago scheduled his first two official visits he was in michigan beforehand and right as he was scheduling them that's when the beeline looking at the pistons job uh-huh. blew up so oh man this is good well, you know what i'm starting to did you, i don't know how much you read after that after he decided to stay at michigan mm-hmm. i got the sense in a lot of ways that kind of had a ference stoops feel to it where stoops gave iowa the 
ultimatum that I need to know today yeah. type of thing, and they weren't ready to do that. Beeline apparently gave them, I need to know if this is going to happen because I've got a team to, I've got a recruiting class to work yeah. on. Uh, if you guys are serious and I'm serious, let's do this now. Mm-hmm. And when they hesitated or weren't ready, Beeline removed his name. That's the story that I heard. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he has bargaining power, too. Sure he does. I'm glad he stayed, Trent. I'm happy for Michigan fans. Right. The I'm Steve happy Dace's as a of the basketball world. fan. Yes. And the, the fake Michigan fans that live in this state, they annoy me. So I'm not real happy for them. But... For them as a program, as a whole, and Beeline's a good person. Yeah, and your he conference does things is better the with right him in way. It. Yes, it is. It is. Selfishly, and because of the recruitment of Carton, mm-hmm. you wouldn't like to see it. But yeah, this has been scheduled for a couple of weeks. Official visits, his first two, he gets five that he can use. So he's using two here before they get into evaluation period. But And didn't you tell us his decision has moved back from when it was originally thought to yes. be coming? And with July, the AAU circuit starts up again. Big evaluation period. He has got feelers now, not offers, but feelers from Duke, mm. Carolina, and Kansas and Bill Self. No offers yet, but they're sniffing around. And if Carton continues to play well, he's got a little bit of a knee injury that he's dealing with right now, but if he continues maybe to play that, well. Maybe that works in Iowa's favor, well, that that's, knee injury. When I saw that a week ago, that was my exact thought. Yeah. So of the three heavy heads that you just mentioned, do, mm-hmm. you, do you get a sense one of them may have a little more sway than the others? Or that this one gets I think they all do. They all do. Okay. I, I think a blue blood tips things. I think that's what he's been waiting for. And you, some people consider Indiana blue blood. I'm talking about well, the right yeah, now. I think you could. I you mean, know, it's still Indiana. Villanova, North Carolina, Duke, Kentucky, Kansas. Do you, do you consider Maybe Nebraska? That five? Do you consider Nebraska football blue blood? No, not no, anymore. No, no. Do you consider no. Indiana? Is it kind of the same? No, completely different. Because Indiana still has a crap ton of talent in Indianapolis uh-huh. Uh-huh. and surrounding area. Nebraska, you got Omaha and. A lot of distance in between recruits. That's why it's different. They're coming back, Trent Condon. No, slow down. I'm telling you, two years from now when we're doing this show, I'm going to, I told you so, Scott Frost's going to get it done over there. He's going to win a national championship. I don't know about that. Well, see, that's how it's measured. I know. To get back there, you have to win a national title. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's ever coming back. That's not easy, right? It's not not easy to get out of your damn conference with those three heavy heads over in the East. Or... You put Michigan State in four, right? You probably should. You know, you have to. I agree. And then they also have to overcome, obviously, Wisconsin, Mm -hmm. and they still have to leapfrog Northwestern and Iowa Mm -hmm. and maybe Purdue to get there. And then you got to win two games in the college football playoff. It's not happening. No. Just isn't. The SEC's not going anywhere. No. Clemson? Clemson. You think they're taking a step back? No. You know, that uh, the more I read in preparation for this season, and I knew we talked about it in the offseason, just how many good defensive linemen are playing. This isn't the year of the quarterback in college yeah. football. Yeah. This is the year of the defensive linemen. Clemson has four guys that will be off the board. Where's the draft next year? Wherever. In, in April at the NFL. The, their four defensive linemen will all be drafted in next year's draft within the first two rounds. Yes. Think about that. Three, pretty much three lock, short of injury, first rounders, mm-hmm. and a fourth that'll be taken by mm-hmm. pick sixty. I mean, yes. it's just they're all back, and three of those guys could have gone. Yes, three of could, them could have been in the mm-hmm. draft and could be making money right mm-hmm. now. But they came back. That's not the favorite. Mm-hmm. That team with what they can do, disrupting up front. Give 
Maybe give me them over Alabama. Ah, we'll get there. We, I know. We've still got a summer in but front of us. But does it feel like, and I don't want to, I don't want to say, well, I don't want, but does it feel like where the inevitable is going to be Georgia, Alabama, and Clemson, and then someone else? I wouldn't go there with Georgia. I, I'm not quite there. Year Step one was back. great. And to get two teams in, you've got to have a lot of oh, dominoes falling the right way. If you throw Ohio State in there instead and then somebody else, okay. I might be buying what you're selling a little bit more. But yeah, and I I don't think we're heading down the right path. The, this separation with the top four or five teams and everybody else, I don't think it's good for the I sport. agree with you, Trent. I think we're all looking for some new blood, but I think we're, I mean, it's the last Friday in June for crying out loud. It sure feels like we... We know what's going to happen. We kind of do. Feel like the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> That's great analysis. Uh, Tom Kankert's next. Hawkeye conversation with Tom. Big 12 conversation with Matt Poston's coming up at 1240. Trent and I until 2. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Summer is here, and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-225-8866 or online wolfconstruction.net Walk, run, or wag your way to Terra Park in Johnston on September 22nd for the ARL's Iowa Dog Jog, presented by Anderson Animal Hospital. The 4K and 2K course winds around the scenic Terra Lake, and afterward, you and your pup can unleash in the pop-up dog parks and visit with local vendors. It's basically a big dog party. Sign up as an individual or as a team to fundraise for the homeless pets at the ARL. Register today at iowadogjog.com. Pros in the know start with Lowe's. Because at Lowe's, pros save money on trusted brands that make it easier to get the job done right. Stop in during Bosch Tool Days and get up to 40% off select Bosch tools and accessories. From cordless power tools to saws, routers, sanders, and rotary hammers, power up today and save. Just stop by the Pro Desk at Lowe's or visit Lowe'sforpros.com for details. So, pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. Offer valid through July 4 while supplies last. Discount taken at time of purchase. At the Home Depot, summer heat means it's time to add Vigoro colored mulch to your list and your cart. Right now, get five bags for just 10 bucks. Underneath it all, Vigoro lays down a layer of protection that helps retain soil moisture. In shades of red, brown, or black, you can't control the heat. You can control the results. Vigoro colored mulch, five bags, 10 bucks. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Color selection may vary by store limit, 60 bags per customer. At the Home Depot, summer heat means it's time to add Vigoro colored mulch to your list and your cart. Right now, get five bags for just 10 bucks. Underneath it all, Vigoro lays down a layer of protection that helps retain soil moisture. In shades of red, brown, or black, you can't control the heat. You can control the results. Vigoro colored mulch, five bags, 10 bucks. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Color selection may vary by store limit, 60 bags per customer.
Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, giving away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins, south of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. Casey's General Stores throughout Iowa will help raise funds for Special Olympics Iowa during the month of June. In partnership with Coca-Cola, stores will sell $1 pinups with proceeds being donated to Special Olympics Iowa. Special Olympic athletes and law enforcement volunteers will also be featured on the 44-ounce fountain drink cups throughout the month in stores. Nearly 15,000 athletes in Iowa will benefit from this fundraiser. This year, both Special Olympics and Casey's are celebrating their 50th anniversaries. Stop by your local Casey's today and make a donation to make a difference in the life of a Special Olympic athlete. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show. You know, Trent, pursuant to our CFL conversation from earlier uh, in the program, yes, it is the 29th of June. Um, Welcome to summer. Right, so I'm reading about Ricky Stanzi. And his career, because I wanted to see if he qualified for an NFL pension, uh-huh. which I think he does. I think when I interviewed Tyler Sash, Sash, and I, Sash was a Prairie Medals, and I was kind of his, um, I don't know what you want to call it, not chaperone, but we did the stuff on the stage, and I uh, spent some significant amount of time talking about his career to him. And he mentioned he need to play three years to okay. qualify for a pension in the NFL. Stancy did. He was there collecting a check. Well, now, that's okay. How many of that was on the practice squad? Does that count? If you're on the practice squad, it doesn't count, okay. I don't think. So. But here's this just this one line before we get to Tom Caker. Because he as we know, Stanzi would go up to the NFL or to the CFL. Stanzi made his professional regular season debut 
when he entered a game during garbage time of Calgary's 60-1 to victory. <laughs> Sounds like a price on a board in Vegas, 60-1. to Love that. Uh, let's get to Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Uh, Tom, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? Doing well. How are you guys? Doing well. Um, do you know, does Stancy qualify for, for an NFL pension being in the league three years? He would, right? You know, I, I think so, but I think it you have to be on an active roster. Okay. I think that's, um, I think that's the rule, that um, if you're on an active roster, then you qualify for the pension. So it's touch but, and go to see if he made it that it would have been on. Yeah. Yeah, if he was on a practice squad, that doesn't give you uh, service time. Uh, you can't see the, you can't see the Orange Bowl. Um, you know the speech afterwards. But for both you guys, what's your Ricky Stanzi moment other than the Orange Bowl? Getting hurt? Um, yeah, that Northwestern yeah. game. That was. Uh, I, I would say um, Michigan State '09. Oh sure, the pass to Mark McNutt. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that was. A really big moment for Rick Stancy. Uh, you know, kind of one of maybe his most uh, you know defining throw. Mm-hmm. I think when you look at the annals of his career, I think that throw is number one on his list. I think that's a good one, Tom. Do you agree, Trent? Yeah, I, I think so because when you think of Stancy, I think you think of the injury first and what could have been if he doesn't go down in that Northwestern game, jumped out to the lead and. No, maybe another Big Ten championship for Iowa that season, and and throughout that year, I also think of the pick sixes that he threw. What yeah, what was it? Four or five of them that point. he had throughout. I mean, always found a way to dig deep and get it done. But I guess the memories of Ricky Stanzi maybe aren't as positive as some of the other quarterbacks throughout time, Tom. Picky Ricky, as we called him at the time. I think <laughs> yeah. uh, he would uh, he would always. Dig them a little bit of a hole, throwing those pick sixes, and then they would bounce back. And mm-hmm. defense would keep them in it, create some plays. Kind of just how about there, you think about that Indiana game in '09, where yes. they're they're just about ready to go down by 24 points, and you know you just Ken, you were mentioning Tyler Sash. He has that ping pong ball mm-hmm. interception yeah. return that just that just changed the shape of that game. And then Stanley got hotter than it is in uh, in Iowa today, and. and <laughs> Four, four touchdown passes in the second half, maybe, and uh, zipped away. And then Iowa ended up winning comfortably, which is just nuts. Yeah, it really was. You know, and guys, I missed on him because I thought he would have a not a, not maybe a starting quarterback in the NFL, but I thought he would play in the league. I remember um, you know, Mark Hanrahan and I going back and forth uh, debating that point. I thought he didn't. I did. I thought Stanzi would play. I thought his arm, certainly size-wise, he 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 certainly uh, fits the mold of an NFL quarterback and arm strength. I I thought he would play. I uh, I was kind of surprised. He got a chance, but he was never able to to break through. All right, enough about him, Tom Kakert. Uh, let's move on to some other conversation regarding the Hawkeyes. Um, who's a guy that maybe Hawkeye fans, as we get set to turn the calendar to July, on either side of the ball? either side of the ball, or he could be a special teams player, that don't know this person, they know maybe who he is and they've seen him maybe play special teams, but they don't know the impact that he's about to have on this program. Who would that guy be, Tom, for you? That's a really, really good question. Um, Does Amani Jones qualify? Maybe I I think he might be the guy. Um, 
that I would point to just because he's going to be taking over middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. I, I'd put him and I'd put uh, Nick Neiman kind of in that same boat. Guys that were basically played special teams only. and you know, They might have gotten a snap or two in garbage time, but but that's about it. And those two players, along with probably Christian Welsh, are going to um, have a massive impact on how Iowa does, especially, obviously, on the defensive side of the ball. You know, the last time, speaking of that linebacker spot, we saw Iowa replace three linebackers with Kirksey and Morris and Hitchens. It was a lot of young guys taking over. It was Josie Jewell as a youngster. It was Bo Bauer as a youngster. Mm. This is different. This is experienced guys is that going to lead to, there's certainly going to be a drop-off you'd expect at some level, but maybe not the same kind of learning curve that we saw four years back when they had to do the same thing? It, it might, because these guys aren't redshirt freshmen. They're, you know, redshirt so They're going into third years and they're pro, in the program. and So they've been around. They've kind of learned. Um, I, I think the, the concern you would have with the linebackers is, they've kind of shuffled the deck around a little bit. And I know they always preach, you know, position versatility and those sorts of things. But, uh, you know, Imani Jones hasn't played a, a snap at middle linebacker. I don't think Welsh has played a snap outside. Uh, Neiman has, that's where he's been, kind of behind his brother. But um, I, I just, I think there's still a learning curve there for that group. Now, thankfully, they've got a, a pretty experienced defensive line, and they've got really good experience uh, behind them in safety. So I think that really helps. I'd be more concerned if they were a little um, less experienced up front and less experienced behind them. What kind of year do you think Brandon Snyder's going to have? Really interesting question because, you know, he says he's healthy. you got to get him out there on the field and, and I know we saw what he did last year when he came back, but it was just one game, and then he was out and he was done again. Um, that's two surgeries on that same knee uh, in you know relatively short period of time. Um, I hope he has a fantastic year because, you know, I know he made a mistake in December and, mm-hmm. at the OWI, but I, I've always thought he's really kind of a, you know, the, the classic Iowa walk-on story. But I'll tell you this. Jake Travas isn't going to give up that job easily. That's a good and point, yeah. Jake, and Jake really, really, I mean, he he struggled when he had to start last year at the beginning of the year. I, I don't think anybody's going to, uh, Jake would tell you that. Uh, but when he got inserted back into that starting lineup, I thought he was really, really good. And I, I think that's one of the things with that, the, the safety position. I mean, they are a true two deep. I mean, you look at the other side with, uh, Hooker, who I think is going to be maybe the breakout performer on that defense this year, I think he's for you know, kind of he's going to get in that all Big Ten conversation. Um, but uh, then you get Geno Stone behind him too, and he played really well last year. I, I think Hooker's a star, and uh, it's just going to continue in that route. We we've heard conversation about a star position, you know, an extra safety out there, basically replacing an outside linebacker. Just something to tinker with, like like we've seen in the past with the Raider, or more of that this season. What do you anticipate we'll see? I, I think it's going to depend on what kind of what teams they're playing too. If it's one of those spread, never really run the ball, um, and, and maybe don't have a, a super mobile quarterback, 
that they're going up against. I, I think you could see some of that, especially on you know, second, second long, third and long situations. They're going to maybe tinker with it, uh, and especially when you've got that depth. And you know, Gervas and Snyder could do that too because they're really big safeties. I mean, those both those guys are. You know, I, I would. I would venture to say maybe 20 years ago, they'd probably be linebackers. Right. You know, they're just big guys. So uh, I, I think there's, I think we're going to see it. I, I just don't know how much we're going to see it. Uh, guys, is the, this the, normally when I mean, we've, we've had this conversation over the years, but usually pursuant to the Big 12, you know, they just how many good quarterbacks that the Big 12 has on, on a lot of years. Is that conference the Big Ten this year? When you, I got my Phil Steele, I'm, I'm sure Trent, uh, Trent, Tom, uh, you rely on it as much as Trent and I do. Uh, when you know Patterson, yep. McSorley, and Lewerke and Haskins, they're the fourth, the four Big Ten quarterbacks that he identified. I mean, Nate Stanley belongs on that list. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, Alex Hornibrook, I know people cringe when I say this, but Ugh. he did win the Manning passing cap. Damn it! Um, At a terrible class. Well, maybe uh, I, I like uh, Sindel at Purdue and, the, and Blau, the backup mm-hmm. there. There's some quarterbacks in the Big Ten this year, Tom Kankert. There is. And, you know, McSorley, I know even he's got his detractors. And uh, I, I'm going to just be curious what he looks like this year without Barkley uh, behind him. I know Sanders is going to be really good, but that's just Squan Barkley's kind of one of those generational backs that mm-hmm. uh, make things a lot easier. Um, I want to see what Patterson looks like at Michigan. I know he did well at Ole Miss, but um, I, I kind of want to see what he does. Um, you know, mentioned Cinderella. I mean, he might be the most underrated one of the bunch. It might be. Yeah. Yep, it's a good point. I, you, and, you know, back to uh, Mick Sorley for a second. I mean, he loses Hamilton, who's Penn State's all-time leading receiver. Gasecki was taken in the NFL draft, so... Um, yeah, it's a good point, Tom. He's going to be interesting What he's because he's lost three major offensive pieces, weapons that he had around him last year. Yeah, and he's just, you know, he, he's like, uh, I always kind of look at him as like uh, Daryl LaMonica back in the day. Ken, you'll, wow. you'll get that reference. Yes. Of course, but kind of the mad bomber. I mean, he was just throwing it up and guys were going to get it. Uh, and I just, I don't know, I'm still skeptical about him, but that's just Tom, over to a little bit of basketball. DJ Carton, the well, the love affair with Hawkeye fans, continue with the Bettendorf product. He's taken a couple official visits this week. He was in Michigan at Ann Arbor, now on in Bloomington with the Hoosiers. What are you hearing there, two of his five? Will the Hawkeyes also get an official visit? Um, you know, I talked to DJ last week, actually, at the uh, Justin Sharp shootout, which is a uh, uh, High school tournament that takes place every year in the Quad Cities. Spent a really good amount of time with him and uh, Patrick McCaffrey. Those two hanging out like, and they are like literally like inseparable now mm. uh, because they've just spent a lot of time together. But it's interesting that Patrick has just completely backed off on kind of pushing any sort of recruiting pitch. He's just being his friend more than anything else. So uh, and those two room together at the NBA Top 100 I said, are you going to take an official to Iowa? And he goes, I haven't figured all that out yet. Because, I, you know, he's got six schools. If he wants to take five officials, uh, somebody's got to give. And Iowa would make the most logical sense to be unofficial because he could drive over and be there in an hour. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. He, he said he was definitely going to visit Iowa. 
it's going to be fascinating to see what happens for him. And I just, he's not going to commit before the July evaluation period starts from what he said. I, I'm just kind of interested, keep an eye on like mid-July to see what those blue bloods, the Kansas, the Duke, the North Carolinas do with him, if they really get involved, if they're showing up to his games. If they do get involved, I think it's going to drag out. If all of those schools kind of just never show up and never show it, uh, that next level of interest, just keep an eye on it. I, I just wonder if he'll you know, pop for Michigan or Indiana or something like that at that point. Um, but I, I think he wants to play it out and see what happens with Blood for and uh, finally, on the basketball front, Keon Brooks, a five-star forward from over in Indiana. He was in town for an unofficial visit, but his first time being in Iowa City. What can you tell us about the, the big man from Indiana and a top ten that Iowa's battling some heavyweights? Yeah, they're battling it uphill. It, you know, the thing with Keon is Keon is just having fun with this process. And you know, Iowa has built a pretty good relationship with him and his dad. Uh, they got a home visit, and they're like, yeah, come on, you know, come on in. They're just very welcoming. Uh, you know, I had a friend tell me that they, uh, Georgetown come in, and Dad told one of my friends that, uh, that, that they sat around and talked about old Nick Pacers games. You know, <laughs> it's just, they're just kind of hanging out. So, you know, he, it's great that he made the trip. I'm going to be interested to see what he does for officials. If Iowa can get an official, that would be fantastic. There's a lot of rumblings about Kentucky with him, and they're you know up in the forefront, I think, for him. And uh, there's some talk, plays AU ball with Tracy Jackson Davis, who's a pretty significant Indiana lean, and uh, they really have started talking about maybe playing together, so IU obviously in that mix as well. Hmm. Tom Kaker at HawkeyeReport.com. Thank you, Tom. Enjoy the weekend. We will uh, talk to you next week. Appreciate it. Okay, thanks, guys. Good to talk to you, Tom Kaker. HawkeyeReport.com. Let's do some Big 12 stuff after this timeout, shall we, Trent Condon? You bet. We'll come back. Uh, Matt Poston's going to join us. Heartland Sports. Uh, we'll get into the Big 12. And we continue here. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I until 2 on 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at RushOnBusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry, PC, and Rush Niggett. Celebrate our nation's birthday by joining Yankee Doodle Drive Against Hunger. You can participate by making a donation at any Des Moines Area Bank of the West or Hy-Vee location or at foodbankiowa.org by July the 9th. Or join the Des Moines Symphony, the governor, thousands of patriotic Iowans at the state capitol grounds for the annual Yankee Doodle Pops concert on Monday, July the 2nd. Imagine your dream carpet installed for free. The Home Depot offers all-inclusive, truly free installation on minimum purchases of $699. No hidden fees and no surprises. So the dream carpet you want comes at the price you were expecting. Imagine free carpet installation that's actually free. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. 
Valid on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Specialty items may be priced separately. License numbers available at homedepot.com slash license numbers. Make history and celebrate the 4th of July by lighting up the sky with Bolino Fireworks. Fireworks are now legal in Iowa. Bolino Fireworks has been supplying the Midwest with quality products at the very best prices for over 35 years. Bolino Fireworks, now with locations in 13 Iowa cities, including Johnson, Ames, Boone, Knoxville, Newton, Marshalltown, Pella, Perry, and more. Find your nearest location online at BellinoFireworks.com. BellinoFireworks.com. It doesn't get much better than a great day on the golf course. Family-owned River Valley Golf Course is a par 72, 18-hole public golf course along the beautiful Raccoon River Valley. With twilight specials every day after 4 p.m., frequent player programs, a clubhouse available for parties, and much more. River Valley is just minutes west of the Des Moines-Waukee area. Learn more at rivervalleygolf.com. That's rivervalleygolf.com. River Valley, your golf course. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk for life-changing research and stop at nothing until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. All right, let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You suck. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. <laughs> 
the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Busy 1 o'clock hour. We will go uh, over to uh, Principal Park. Randy Wayhofer, uh, Carl Edwards in town tonight on a rehab. We'll do that. We'll head to Vegas. We'll go inside the numbers. Jason Symbol, CG Technology. And then Bama Bob's going to talk some college football as we are about to embark right now with Matt Poston's HeartlandCollegeSports.com. Uh, Matt Trenton, Ken in Des Moines, thanks for coming on. We're going to do later on in the show an exercise on all the Power Fives, but I want you to help me get an edge here. Um, <laughs> if not, in the, in the Big 12 case, we're going to go on the record. If not Oklahoma... Then whom? And my answer was West Virginia until I noticed, and they have to play everybody as we know, but just the way it sets up at the end, uh, final five, Baylor at Texas, TCU at Okie State, Oklahoma. What a final uh, gauntlet uh, of, uh, of games for West Virginia, which is leading me maybe in a different direction. Your thoughts? Yeah, the Big 12 certainly making them work for that with that with those last five games. Uh, Baylor's going to be a little better, and, and and just Texas, TCU, Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma, uh, you know, those could project as uh, four of the top teams in the conference when it's all said and done. Depending on how you feel about uh, the youth that Texas has on offense, uh, I still lean toward West Virginia. But you know, as we talked about, I think the last time we spoke. You know, it's all about what they can do on defense. If they can, if they can get that defense to be better than it was a year ago, uh, more productive, creating more turnovers, you know, camping down on some of the points they gave up last year, they have more than enough offense to get it done. Um, the thing that really kind of keeps me on West Virginia's train is that unlike just about everybody else in the conference, they don't have question marks at quarterback. Oklahoma State has a question mark. Even Oklahoma, to a certain degree, with Kyler Murray, even though he's coming back, you don't know how he's going to react to being a starter the whole season. Texas hasn't figured out who their starter is. Uh, Robinson at TCU. Pretty much everybody's dealing with quarterback issues. West Virginia is the one team that really isn't at this point. And that's why, to me, I still kind of lean toward West Virginia at this point. Team that uh, hasn't gotten a whole lot of buzz as you're trying to find that next team after Oklahoma is Kansas State, 8-5 and five a year they ago. They never do, do that. It's a great point. They, they bring back their whole offensive line. They dealt with injuries at the quarterback position last year. and now a couple of years. Yeah, got a, a, at least some experience with those guys that now are expected to take the reins back behind with, with Denton and Thompson. Could, could this be a year where Bill Snyder, everybody, well, you know, they've done it before, but it's not happening now. Could you see the Wildcats being a team that surprises in a big way? Well, they're a team that we always seem to take for granted. In fact, I think if you lined up all the football programs in the Power Five, there may not be a program that we take for granted more than Kansas State just because they've been so good for so long under Bill Snyder. You know, I I think it really boils down to, you know, their defense. I mean, we know what they are on offense. They're they're, they're kind of the the black sheep in this conference (laughs) in terms of how they play offense. They like to run the football uh, they like to run a lot of power run. They don't, they don't like to throw the ball a whole lot. So for Kansas State, it really boils down to how well their defense plays because they have to play all these teams that spread it out, try to run up the score on you, try to, to throw the ball up and down the field, and, and really try to put you in a box in terms of pace of play. So you know, to me, if Kansas State's defense plays at a high level this year, they have certainly have an opportunity, to me, to be one of those top two teams that gets to the Big 12 championship game. And, you know, we've got to, we do have to kind of adjust our mindset a little bit. You know, to win the conference now, you have to win the conference championship game. So a loss or two doesn't necessarily kill you like it has in past years uh, with Oklahoma being the top team. 
as long as you can get to Arlington and get to the championship game, even if Oklahoma's still there waiting for you, you have a chance to win the conference. Mm. Uh, Matt Postens is our guest. Matt, when it comes to Texas in the quarterback position, I think Ellinger is going to Ellinger is going to win it. I do. And I thought when Duchel played as a freshman, I thought, wow, they've got a quarterback for the next four years. <laughs> well, they they may, although I'm not sure that he stays after this year. Because correct me if I'm wrong, I think Tom Herman's got a five star uh, freshman coming in that maybe is going to battle, battle Ellinger. But don't you think it's Ellinger's job to lose? Will he be the starter when they go to Maryland this year? I lean toward Ellinger. I mean, I've seen them both play in person, and I think I don't think Bouchelle progressed the way that I thought he was going to from 2016 to 2017. And, you know, quarterbacks progress at different rates depending on the talent and how they grasp the offense and how they just deal with the quickness of the college game as opposed to the high school game. Uh, I thought Ellinger, you know, showed, showed quite a bit of toughness when he played. I think he has a slightly better arm. Uh, I, I'm not sure he diagnoses things as quickly as Bouchelle does at this point in his career. But, you know, I, I'm not sold on Ellinger necessarily winning the starting job going to Maryland just because I don't think there's a lot of difference between these okay. two guys at this point, personally. I mean, that, that difference may bear itself out during fall workouts. But, I mean, based on what I've seen to this point, I, I don't see a whole lot of difference between these two guys right now. So a, a schedule that sets up, I, I think, decently well for Texas. Ken mentioned at the beginning, well, we saw what happened against Maryland last year down in Austin, but sets up to make a run here. Texas, though, are, are we getting ahead of yourself, ourselves? But year two, we see a lot of jumps out of college programs. Overall, the Longhorns, is it more realistic to, to say 10-2 and two or more in that 8-4 and four range? I think it's more realistic to say 8-4 and four because they've got a pretty – significant non-league schedule with Maryland and USC. Uh, of course, the conference itself, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, those are going to be tough games. So is TCU. Um, Texas Tech ended up being a tough game for them last year. They ended up losing that game. So, you know, I, I think Texas, I think Herman's done a really good job of gathering up more talent and bringing them in in his second year as head coach. But remember, a lot of that talent isn't going to play this year. A lot of that talent is either going to be redshirted or played sparingly and it's going to be really interesting Interesting to see how the redshirt rule plays its way into the game this year because now coaches have more latitude to play some guys up to four games and then still have them retain their redshirt. So I'm going to be really interested to see how uh, coaches like Tom Herman and Gary Patterson uh, and Bill Snyder, coaches who are, are, are known for developing players over the course of the season, how they use that redshirt uh, when it comes to some of these younger players. But you know, traditionally, these younger players that come in, they don't play as much. So the recruiting class for 2018 won't have nearly as much of an impact for Texas as what he and his coaching staff have done with the kids that are already there and have been in the program for a year. Those kids have to show the improvement that they need to see to get that, you know, 8-4, and 9-3 and three bump uh, to try and get to a bowl game for the second straight year. Matthew Postens, in addition to uh, his work at Heartland College Sports, he also covers the Dallas Cowboys, which leads us to Joel Lanning. Last time we spoke, I think they were on the cusp of their mini camp. Uh, the OTAs are over, mini camp is over. Any Joel Lanning update pursuant to his chances with, you know, as far as sticking with the Cowboys, um, I'll be in a practice rod, practice squad or wherever. You're uh, what? Uh, what were you able to find out on Joel Lanning? Uh, no significant updates. I mean, he had, he had a good camp during mini camp. Uh, we, uh, I heard nothing but good things about how he played. 
uh, coaching staff seems very happy with the way he's progressed. You know, we're in that lull period between the end of uh, mini camp and the start of training camp. They haven't released their their final training camp roster yet. Those teams don't do that until about you know anywhere from a, a, a week to ten days before they actually go to camp. So we'll start hearing a little bit more about who they're taking and who they're not taking in the next two to three weeks. Teams usually start releasing players in a piecemeal fashion uh, as leading up to training camp. You know, some of it's going to depend on a numbers game right now. Like the Cowboys have to figure out who their tight ends are going to be with the retirement of Jason Witten. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to have to figure out their wide receiver situation with Des Bryant no longer being here. So they may carry more tight ends or more wide receivers based on that than linebackers where they're a little more set. So, you know, this is part of what they're doing right now for the next few weeks is trying to figure out where they need more bodies and where they might be able to sacrifice bodies as a way of bringing more bodies to the particular position group. So, you know, Joel's kind of in a holding pattern right now. I think he's a good fit for what they do defensively. I think they're happy with his talent and happy with his progress. Now it's just a matter of him not getting smacked into that numbers game that might lead him to being released. Uh, the good news is, you know, there are 31 other teams out there who are looking for uh, bodies for training camp as well. And I think what he's done in Dallas over the next couple of months, other teams are watching that. Other teams have him on their board. I can promise you that. And I would venture to say he could get a job at training camp if it's not in Dallas. Great insight uh, and really good stuff on the numbers game. We can pursue into the tight end and the wide receivers. Matthew Poston's HeartlandCollegeSports.com covering the Big 12 for us, and we appreciate it. Matt, we'll talk to you down the road. Thank you. You bet, guys. Good to talk to you, Matt Poston's good intel there yes. on the former Cyclone Joel Lanning. All right, busy 1 o'clock hour. We will get to it in about oh, five minutes or so. Trent Connor and myself with you until 2. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry, PC, and Rush Niggett. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. Make history and celebrate the 4th of July by lighting up the sky with Bolino Fireworks. Fireworks are now legal in Iowa. Bolino Fireworks has been supplying the Midwest with quality products at the very best prices for over 35 years. Bolino Fireworks, now with locations in 13 Iowa cities, including Johnson, Ames, Boone, Knoxville, Newton, 
Marshalltown, Pella, Perry, and more. Find your nearest location online at BellinoFireworks.com. BellinoFireworks.com. Come into Lowe's for July 4th savings and give your favorite space a fresh new look, whether it's indoors or out on the deck. Get $10 to $40 off select paint, primer, and stain. Then invite some friends over to show off your handiwork. Don't forget to get the grill going with a two-pack of Kingsford Charcoal, now only $9.88. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Paint offer valid through 7-11 and via rebate. Kingsford offer valid through 7-4. See store for details. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy,